Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Podcast discovery isn't broken. It's just not one thing. And it gets a lot easier to improve podcast discoverability when a podcast listening app specializes in just one type of content. So how's that going? Four years ago, I tried to look eight years ahead, imagining what podcast discovery might look like in 2026. Now, I have no idea why I used eight years instead of 10. I don't, I don't count in base eight. But regardless of that oddity, I thought I'd take a look back and see how my prediction, although it really wasn't a prediction, is now trending halfway through that timeline. And the answer is a mixed bag. Well, a bag with exactly two things in it, <laughs> to my knowledge. You see, the future I envisioned then was that podcast listening apps would evolve and that a wave of apps would become available to us that, rather than offering more, offered less. At least less choices when users of those apps were looking for their next podcasting fix. Specifically, my future vision was one where a number of specialty podcast apps would exist, containing, or perhaps only promoting, podcasts of a particular genre or vertical or flair. So, for instance, if you, like me, are a fan of podcast that's fictional, fiction podcasts, you'd be able to use a podcast listening app that was focused exclusively on fiction podcasts. And when you opened up that app, for the very first time, you'd see a curated selection of shows that fit the genre fiction podcasts. So, no Rogan, no The Daily, no Conan, no anything else that wasn't podcast fiction. It does what it says on the box, allowing the app then to be tailored to accommodate that very special, specific niche of podcasting. And in the case of listening to podcasts that are fiction, I can tell you that listening experience is quite different. But so are other types of listening. I mean, think true crime, for instance. Still a huge category, and there are plenty of people out there who only listen to true crime podcasts. So an app that curated only true crime shows and then organized its design and functionality to make listening to that type of podcast perfect, I mean, with that kind of attention, it should, in fact, lead to a far superior listening experience, right? I mean, heck, I think even a smart development team could find ways to optimize the experience of discovering and listening to long-form interview podcasts. Another could be working on optimizing and finding and listening to, as well, sports-related podcasts, while another starts unpacking the messiness that is the society and culture category, which I equate to the junk drawer of podcasting. So that's what I predicted. How 
how's that coming along halfway through my completely arbitrary time frame? Hmm? Hey, it's Evo. Thanks so much for listening to Podcast Pontifications. Whether you're brand new to the show and to me, or if you've been listening since the very beginning so many years ago. If you like what you're hearing, please share it with another podcaster you know. My mission with Podcast Pontifications is to make podcasting better by inspiring serious podcasters like you. So, if you feel inspired, share the show with another serious podcaster. Send them to podcastpontifications.com. And thanks again. So far, I'm aware of two podcast listening apps that have gone down the specialization route, tailoring their app around the needs of listening to a very specific type of podcast. The first one is called Apollo, which says it is a library of 7,500 or more shows on the only open RSS podcatcher designed just for fiction, with new shows added every day and playlists curated by audio drama creators. Plot your escape into the world of audio! And yes, the app is in fact customized to fiction podcasts. So they, the developers and the designers of the app, can do things like correcting the sort order. You always want to start with the first episode of a fiction podcast, not the most recent episode, right? They also can isolate out bonus episodes from the show's main content feed. They also have actual fiction podcast curators who are curating the lists of shows you can listen to. These are all things that make sense on this highly specialized app, but look, it's not going to work universally on apps that have, well, everything. The second is Maps.fm. Now, full disclosure, I am on the advisory board for Maps.fm. Maps.fm is customized not to a particular genre. You might be thinking of the places and travel section of the society and culture messiness. But instead, they categorize by the podcasts, either at the episode or the show level, that are about a very specific local area. Not produced from that area, but actual episode content that is specifically about something in that very specific area. Now, in a couple of weeks, I'm going on vacation to Ireland, and I've no idea what I really should be doing when I'm there. But using Maps.fm's helpful map-based view of, like, Dublin, for example, I can zoom in and find episodes about an attraction or a neighborhood or, or a bit of history that's pinned to a position on the map. I'm not having to rely on rotten search bar experiences for general apps. No, I just zoom in on the location I'm interested in, go a little tighter, and see the little dots for where episodes appear. Episodes I can listen to right there in the app to learn about that particular spot. It's a brilliant design. Now, there are probably other specialized listening apps I don't know about that have already come up there, but I really, really want to know about those apps. So please, if you have a suggestion of a podcast listening app that intentionally limits the content that they index and they give a customized experience that's not possible in a one-size-fits-all podcasting listening app, please let me know about that. So how do I feel about my prediction that wasn't really a prediction halfway through? Pretty good. I think. I mean, we're still four years away from 2026, so there's plenty of time for more of these to be developed. So you should keep your eye on the app space. 
And when you hear of one developing that covers your particular genre or area of focus, I suggest getting to know the developers. See if they're into letting you help shape the development of that app. With millions of podcasts available, not episodes, entire podcast shows, we need apps like these to not only make for better listening experiences, but also to provide an alternate discovery system. Here's to the future. With that, I shall be back next week with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Alley Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, Choice.CRD.CO has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.